we, we, we should rap about things that we like, like, like food. That's what you bugging as death, you know it. We're gonna be like the Partridge family, but with food. You like food, don't you? Got any uh, white bread? Yes. Go away. I am the spaghetti. Duval, you're not the spaghetti. I am the spaghetti. Let go of the lid. Just spaghetti in here. Is this organic? Sure. Is it grass fed? Yes. Cruelty free? What's so special about the cheese maker? As the saying goes, you are what you eat. And I am freaking cheese. So, so are you enjoying your Smirnoff, <laughs> Smirnoff uh, elderflower water? Well, it's a very deceiving bottle, isn't it? Yeah, it's it's supposed to look like your hippie paleo stuff. Drinking water. <laughs> And that's what I thought. Just till then, I was thinking that's that's weird. Why is Smirnoff getting into the water market? <laughs> and when have I ever bought you a flavoured water? <laughs> well, never. But I thought, you know, maybe, maybe it was starting. Well, I bought you a beer on Friday night, and I, I saw I that gave you, it away. You're, you're off the beer. <laughs> that was terrible. Sorry, I didn't mean to give that no, beer away, right. but. You know, it was just in that situation where they were both kind of staring at me. So I went, do you want a beer? And he went, yeah, I'll have a beer. Well, see, I was going to buy all of them a beer and then they were eight bucks and I only I did, only had enough cash for two. So Yeah, why would you buy them more beer? No. Eight bucks a pop. We're talking about the festival last week that we were at. Down Which at- turned out to be slightly shambolic on our half. <laughs> <laughs> I think we got, we were there, well, I was there for about six hours and got about 30 minutes of the worst audio that we've recorded, and that's saying something for us. Oh, God, that's terrible. But there you go. Oh. There was lots of people. They, they would have had to have been stoked, though. There were thousands, mm. weren't there? Yep. Thousands. thousands. and thousands of people. You wouldn't have thought that that many people would come out to Salisbury for that sort of thing, but, yeah. Just goes to show what kind of a hipster-moving, shaking suburb mm. that Salisbury is. Um, and Brisbane. Who knew there were so many hippies in Brisbane? <laughs> Good, though. Mm. Good. I hope they do it again. Sorry. Cheese. That cheese is bloody mm, good. That's really nice cheese. What's it's that one? It's a triple brie blue wow. um, liqueur. Australian? No. French. Yeah. Mm, that's really good. That's bloody good. And Comte. Because that's just bloody good. Um, uh, some of our listeners actually tweeted me this week and wanted to know what was going on with my cow. Oh, which, what is going on with your cow? Well, I think I've given up. I don't think she's pregnant. Oh, she's just fat. Yep. Because uh, uh, I think you I, bought her pregnant, though, didn't you? She's supposed to be. Yeah. So there's two two things that could have happened. She could have lost the calf. That happens. Because when I got up, they were they were rescued cows. They were someone was using them as basically calf raising machines, beef calf oh. raising machines. Mm. And so this lady had gone in and rescued them and fed them up. But when I got them, there was very little grass around, so she was feeding them hay and costing her lots of money. Mm. And they were all supposed to be pregnant, all these cows. And I just picked one. They had she had like ten. Gosh. And uh, but because she was so under condition, she might have just lost it. You know, yeah. That, that's 
that's possible. Do you know any of the other cows where they went? No. Oh, no you I, actually, yes, I do. My, I think all of the rest of them went up to um, uh, to a beef farm up near Emerald mm. and they do the same sort of thing. So if you have uh, beef and you have some dairy cows because dairy cows have more milk, mm. what you do is you when you when your beef um, mums calve, they start them off on them and then they put them on the dairy cows. Oh, wet nurses. Yeah, because they produce so much more milk and the milk's a lot richer. The beef calf gets bigger and stronger quicker um, than they do on the beef mum and the beef mum doesn't lose condition because she's not feeding a baby. Yeah, right. So they sort of foster the, the beef calves out to the dairy cows. Wow. So he was keen to get his beef cows going a bit quicker so he bought all these dairy cows as foster mums except mine except yours it'd be mm. interesting to know if any of them had mm. yeah who knows because they weren't none of them were in particularly good nick right. she's in fantastic nick now because there's more grass than she can eat yeah right but um better load her up again but better take her for a visit so now the problem is I, when i bought her, there was lots of cows around and cows were cheap because there's no feed. Yeah. Now. Now it's nice and not. green. No one wants to sell cows and cows are expensive. So I think I just got to bite the bullet and no, because she's really well natured. I think she'll be an awesome milking cow. Yeah, when right. When she has a calf. So what happens when you want to get it in a calf? Do you have to go and take it somewhere or yeah. can you get so it artificially? Go, uh, you can, mm. but. Most AI guys just don't want to know you for one cow. Mm. It's like, you know, normally they come and do 300 cows or 50 cows. So you'd have to have a very friendly AI guy. I'd love to, do, like, I would really, really like to have a, a friendly AI guy. And they, um, what they can do is they inject them mm. with a hormone that basically brings them into heat. Yeah. And then they come back 24 hours later and do the, the semen straw. Surely you can suck up to an AI guy. Yeah, it'd be, that'd be one of those real handy guys because then you can buy like cool um, semen straws off the web. Mm. So you can buy, you know, some... Get whatever you want. Yeah, Red Dexter or um, there's a Illawarra, which is the, that they're a beautiful milking cow. Yeah. Sort of red and white milking cow. I'd love to have a bit of Illawarra. So you, know, you, you do whatever you, you know, whatever you felt like. Yeah. Just keep them in the freezer and then away you Why go. Why don't you ring up someone, you know, Department of Primary Industries or something? Well, and each, each area sort of has an AI guy and mm. I've talked to him and he's like, I'm not coming out with one cow. So, but he is my guy. So um, you'd almost have to find, and this is the problem living in a rural area that's not really a rural area anymore, is if you lived in Mount Isa or Dolby, there's probably 15 farmers that do their own AI. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. that, that's a skill that, that lots of people would have, but yeah. no one has that skill around my way, you know. Oh, you need to tweet that. <laughs> Who knows what you'll drag up. Has anyone, has anyone uh, put their bummer, uh, hand up the bum of a cow and yeah. inserted some semen? Yeah. Please contact me at this address. It's hard to learn, can it? <laughs> I think it's more... Um, Surely there's a YouTube video. <laughs> there probably is. There probably is. I might get a few weird looks at work. <laughs> if yeah. someone comes around the corner and I'm looking at videos of people with 
hands up cows bums. I'd tweet that. You never know. There might be someone's dad or something that used to do it. Mm. Just hanging loose. That would be freaking awesome. Out. And it's you not as know. reliable as putting right. putting um putting them with the bull. Yeah. So I mean that's like going to a bar, it's potluck, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> so I can send it to Jamie's, but it's just then or well, even with AI, it's it's another ten months, you know. Yeah. Mm. I'd, oh, so I'd the like continued. So I looked at, you know, the the best case scenario would be to buy a cow with a calf on it, so you knew that you were getting milk, and that's what I did originally when yeah. I bought those three, those first three cows. One of them had a calf on them. Yeah, She'd never right. been hand milked, mm. but yeah, I just trained her up into hand milking, and she mm. was pretty good. But mm, wow, don't have a spare. 600 to drop on a cow at the moment. So how much cow is 600 bucks? Mm, it's what you pay for a cow and a calf at the moment. Yeah. What, 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 how much are they when they're cheap and everyone's trying so to I get bought, I bought her for three. Oh, half price. Mm. We pay a little bit more for a cow with a calf because obviously when the calf gets bigger, you can sell the calf and mm. get something back for the calf. So, mm. But my calves go to the neighbour for use of farm equipment that I don't have. Which he lends me at various times. So, oh, you just give him calves. He gets all my calves. Yeah. Yeah. Right. That's, that's, well, he hasn't that's, had many of late. So no, he's had two. <laughs> <laughs> he was really disappointed when I lost those cows because <laughs> the week after I was bringing him the calf, he was going to get the calf. So he's like, I've lost a couple hundred bucks. And calf just went. Hmm. So. I wonder where they went. Yeah, someone's got them. I'm hoping someone's still got them and they're not. Beef. Not someone's freezer. Mm, but who knows? Oh, wow. Well, that's interesting. So that's the cow story. Mm. So tell me, what were you doing with the cauliflower? Have you gone all vegetarian or something? No. And someone did say to me on Facebook, oh, Meatless Mondays. I'm like, oh, yeah, it was a Monday. There you go. What do you mean Meatless Mondays? Is that a thing? Yeah. Hashtag Meatless Mondays, Sal. Oh, really? Yep. Oh, we're not meant to eat meat on Mondays. I think it's just a just make something one up. of those things to try and get people to reduce the amount of be- you know red meat, meat they, they eat. eat. Mm. So, oh well, that's good. What did you have in it? It's just roasted cauliflower um, with cumin seeds and fennel seeds, mm. and then tin of chickpeas with stock chicken stock, and you just cook them in the chicken stock until the chicken stock sort of becomes like a um, like a sauce, mm-hmm. like a thick sauce, and then yogurt with lots of garlic and parsley and chives. Oh, yeah. That's it. It's really simple. Yeah. That's really nice. Mm. I it's love nu- Nutty, really nutty. Yeah. Gosh, well, I've been doing, lo- I've been doing lots of cooking without much meat. Mm-hmm. On my salio. Mm. Um, although I was saying before, I haven't told you about my teeth yet, have I? No. So this is bizarre, right? So You've gone salio and all your teeth are falling out. For those <laughs> you out there, Amy and Shirley, well, Shirley knows. Amy, you might not. <laughs> How are the listeners? <laughs> so last year when I had the thyroid and I 
when I had to go on all this medication, I wanted to go off it. So that's why I have done Salio. Anyway, to go off all the medication, I've got a normal doctor and a bit of a, you know, alternative medicine doctor. So I go to the alternative medicine doctor and he says to me, oh, you've had, apart from the fact he, this is hilarious, right? So I walk in and he goes, so who'd you make your appointment with, you know? Glenda or Rhonda? And I went, I don't know, someone. And he goes, well, did you talk like this? And I went, pardon? You think you talk like this? I was like, what are you on? <laughs> he goes, the secretary, did she take I said, is she deaf? Like, <laughs> he's going, no, she talks in a really funny voice that never changes tone. <laughs> <laughs> so you obviously hadn't talked to that person. I didn't know what he was talking about. I didn't even notice. I had because I'd just spoken to his um, the receptionist. But honestly, I thought, oh, you are just weird enough, you know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I like them weird. Anyway, and we were talking about the whole thyroid thing and he went, oh, I bet you've got a rotten root canal. Everyone with a thyroid problem has a rotten infected tooth canal. Root canal. Yeah, right. Have you got a root canal? I went, yeah, I've got one. He goes, bet you it's infected. He goes, anyway, so he's given me all these tests to go and do, but one of them was I had to go to this dentist out at the airport and they do a 3D scan of your jaw and your bone. Yeah, to see whether there's any infections. So there's any infections. And sure enough, my root canal, which I had, I don't know, many moons ago, 10, 15 years ago, is totally infected. But... Also, front tooth, totally infected, up through the bone. Next week I have to have my front teeth out and my root canal. Wow. Isn't that pain? Aren't you in pain? No, I don't feel it. I can't feel anything because it happens over such a slow thing. So does it just get to a point where it's just really, really painful? No, it just gets to a point where your health suffers. You can get heart problems from rotten teeth. You can get um, all sorts of things happen. All your health deteriorates because your teeth are rotten and the infection's just leaching out into your body. But you don't know because they can't take those x-rays at the dentist because I've just been to the dentist in January. Oh, right. Had all my teeth x-rayed. Yeah. So I'm thinking, no, 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 no. That guy doesn't know what he's talking about, but I'll go go through the the process. Mm, got to go the 3D fancy pants equipment. So you might be back on the mashed potato and One rice tooth. next week. <laughs> <laughs> One tooth. I said, so I said to the guy, when I get it taken out, please tell me you're going to give me a tooth to have when I leave, like mm. the day that I have my tooth out. Like, imagine walking around with one tooth. <laughs> You're going to be like a Bugs Bunny on yeah. the front. He's oh. like, oh, no, no, we make you a, we make you a tooth because it's going to take like eight months to get because you have to let it all heal. Oh, right. And then they implant the thing because you get a porcelain tooth, yeah, right? Yeah. They replace them with porcelain. So you have to have the implant put in at some point after it's all repaired itself, then they – drill in and they stick the thing in. Yeah, basically like glue oh. it in. So what do they do till then? You've got like a little plate with a fake tooth in it. Dentures. <laughs> <laughs> How weird's that? That's funny. My front tooth is I've got a massive big chip out of it. It's chasing someone over a slippery slide and jumped and jarred in and snapped half of my tooth off. Oh. 
and that, that that's the old days. They sort of filled up behind it and then sort of made a block and then reshaped it to look like a tooth. Oh, gosh. Mm. I don't know why my front tooth's infected. I'm thinking maybe, I don't know, when I was younger I was on that stuff, Roaccutane, for skin. Oh, yeah. And it ate away yeah. all the enamel on my teeth. Yeah, I was one of the very first people to have it. It's very hardcore, that stuff. Yeah. So I've had to have veneers put on my teeth my whole life. Yeah. And the guy's going, I reckon what's happened is at one point Something's a veneer's got, got loose and there's stuff in there and it's mm. gone in and got infected. Is that not the creepiest thing you've ever heard? <laughs> anyway, so yes, there will be lots of salads and lots of blinking <laughs> mash stuff, I would mm. think. Soup. Luckily, soup. I love soup. Mm. Would you like a um, a pumpkin next week then? Oh, pumpkin would be great. <laughs> I have some massive pumpkins at the moment. Oh, have you? Mm. Yep. About, well, I gave one to the snake catcher guy that came up and got the snake out of our house yesterday. Oh, you have a snake in your house? Mm. Well, it's a little tree snake. but so, so yesterday I go and get my eyes tested because with three young kids, three young boys, which probably – who are already trying to wrestle me. You need three more sets of eyes. Well, it's, it's not so much that, but, like, they already pull my glasses off and grab at them and stuff like that. My my vision's terrible and my glasses are quite expensive. Mm. And so it's like, well, you know, if I'm going to break a pair of glasses every year, I might as well go and see whether I can get laser surgery. Mm. So yesterday I went in for the tests and they dilate your eyes mm. to put drops in to totally relax your eyes. So the tests, they do work properly because mm. evidently when you go in for the tests, you can tense up and the script can be slightly off. So then they sometimes they can cut too much off. Yeah, right. So that's why they dilate your eyes. So eyes are fully – I don't know if you saw the photo yeah, on Instagram yeah. with my eyes looking like I'd just dropped, you know, a gram of something. Yeah. Um. So anyway, I came home and I sort of my long vision was okay, but my up close vision was just shocking. Couldn't read my phone, couldn't couldn't do anything. Really sensitive to light, couldn't go outside. <laughs> Vanessa finds this snake inside. Um, she's like, "What sort of snake do you think it is?" And I'm like, um, <laughs> I, "I can see there's a snake there." <laughs> she goes, "Oh great, <laughs> one day that you're actually home and you're freaking useless, <laughs> you can't do anything." So anyway, there's a guy in our street, a mechanic. And, um, yeah, we didn't know that, but he um, he's a bit of a snake man. He's, oh. He um, looks after hurt snakes. And How did you find out that he was a snake man? Uh, we rang another neighbour of ours to help and he's like, well, I'm not home, but why don't you ask Mike? He, he's got snakes. So he came up and just grabbed it and put it in his shirt pocket. It was just a tree snake. But the cats must have, we think the cats have caught it and brought it inside to play with it, and it's taken off because it had like a few scratch marks oh, down its back. Oh, right. So, but yeah, but it could have been a, like there's a couple of little snakes like that that wouldn't hurt us but would probably kill a baby, so mm. not real keen to have a snake in there. No, no one's ever keen to have a snake in no. there. It's not ideal. <laughs> but I was looking out from my veranda and at the hills and the light over the hills, mm. and it had this massive weird halo on it. It was quite bizarre, the light sensitivity. And even today... So how long did that... Oh, so can you see today? I can, I'm, my vision's fine today, but the light sensitivity's still there. Like, Lucky I, you're in the dark pit. Yeah, I'd go outside, went outside from my office at lunch, didn't have my lights on in my office. And, um, yeah, it was like, oh, I felt like a vampire. I felt like running away from the sun. Wow. And can you get laser? Mm. 
How, what, what's that? That's how many pairs of glasses? Uh, yeah, so it's 5,200. That's all right. So you my, never have my, to wear glasses again. Yeah, well, might have to wear reading glasses when you get older like any other person would. Yeah, but, like I've had to. But look, this she's, is like a health podcast today, isn't it? <laughs> but she said, like, it wouldn't be the sort of glasses that I'm wearing now to be, you know, go get a pair from the chemist sort of yeah, thing. Yeah, just magnify it. Yeah. Mm. So oh, I, and cool. I'm, I can't remember not wearing glasses. I've been wearing them since oh, I was six. Were, oh, Freddie Four Eyes when you were little. Mm, yeah. Wow. So that would be quite, quite crazy. Yeah, you'll feel like there's something missing. Uh, don't know about that. It's like, you know, in the middle of the night when the babies are crying and you're slapping the table next to you trying to get your glasses <laughs> so you can go so you don't trip and fall down the stairs. Oh, yeah, that'd be weird. Mm. You know, or there's been quite a few, there's been a few times where the chickens, like a snake's got into the hen house and yet, you know, you're in, in a bit of a panic and you're, swipe the table and the glasses go flying off and then you're on the floor because that mine are very thin so they don't show up very well and uh no nah, i'll be i'll be quite happy to give the glasses uh, up to be honest that's how i met one of my friends i went to school and i was sharing a dorm with her and she's down on the floor trying to find a contact lens and I'm going, what are you doing? She goes, I've got to find a contact lens. And it's uh, my mum, my dad, me, my brother. We're all on the floor trying to find. There's, there's nothing a worse contact than lens. trying to find. I searched, the, I dropped one in the bathroom once, searched every inch of this freaking bathroom. And it was when I had the 12 month ones, like, you know, so mm. $400 a pair. And I just bought them, said, so oh, oh, a month old. And I'm like freaking out, and I'm just about giving up. And I look down, and it's stuck, stuck on my on shirt. shirt. <laughs> <laughs> um, happy days. <laughs> I got, I got a, I got a food, a food contact lens story to tell you. I was cooking one day, and I was um, doing like a lamb roast mm. with chili and rosemary. Yeah. Chop, 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 chop the chilies. Mm. You know how you wipe the knife down with your fingers, all that lovely yeah. juice. Yeah. And um, anyway, put the roast in because I was oh. playing footy that night. Put the roast in. Oh, got to get ready. Wash my hands. Oh, and like sometimes I'm just dumb. I just don't think. I'm like this with hot stuff on the stove all the time. Like, you know, you know it's hot. Yeah. But you just for some like how do you forget that something in the oven is hot? It should be impossible. But I used to reach in and grab stuff in the oven without an oven mitt all the time. Um, so I go off. I put my contact lenses in. And the pain was just unreal. But I had to get to a game. So I had to get someone to dr- – I was crying, like my eyes are lubricating trying to wash out the, the chilli. <laughs> had to get someone to drive me to footy because I couldn't see. <laughs> By the time I got there, the pain had sort of abated enough that I could I could oh see through my lenses. Oh, my God. Couldn't you have just taken them out and washed them? No, because it, it, it's like whatever it is in chilies, it's, oh, no. it soaks into your skin oh, and no. then it gets into the lens. It's and like you just your gotta... hands when they kind of pulsate when mm. you've had chili and they just go. Mm. I kind of like that. But... Good, good times. <laughs> I don't know if I'd like it in my eyeballs. Mm. <laughs> Strangely enough, I never did it again. Strangely enough. Sheesh. That was the one thing in cooking classes. People would always chop chili and rub their bloody eye. Yeah, right. 
Yeah, um, well, I just after that, I used to just keep a little um, um thing of vinyl gloves, and I just put not on both hands, but just on one hand to wipe yeah. and to scrape them off the yeah off the bench. So, mm. bloody hell! <laughs> I haven't grown chilies for a while, actually. Have you got any fruit trees at the new house, son? Um, no, not a one. Yeah. But I tell you, there's a shitload of wildlife. Yep. Seriously, I've never seen so much wildlife. <laughs> I think there's no one lived here for a while that all the critters moved in. So it's like they <laughs> like this is our place. A critter party. Idiot. So there's something with a black and white tail, fluffy tail. What would that be? Skunk. <laughs> We have skunk. Um, and the other night, Pat's sitting outside and we were just carrying on about the wildlife, the tails hanging over the thing. There's, you know, cane toads in the pool. A, a possum had just jumped out of the pool. He'd had a swim as well. And Pat, right sitting right on Pat's shoulder is a bat hanging out of a tree. It, it does sort of look like the house was owned by vampires in the last it's century. such a weird house. Oh, God, it's just too funny. Genuine fireplace? Yeah, I can yeah. hardly wait to have it. I think yeah. we'll have a party in winter because then we can light the party. I mean, light the fire, fire and crank up all the party lights out by the bar. Mm-hmm. No, I like I like cool old houses houses like these. Mm, so do I. Big, Hilarious. Big, big high ceilings and lots of brick. They're knocking it down apparently and building apartments, but Oh really? Well eventually. Mm. Oh, happy days. Yeah. Very funny. So have you been cooking anything interesting paleo wise? Well Yeah, kind of. Did you do, end up doing anything else with that pork? Yeah. God yeah. I've been eating pork all week. What I did was I cooked up the nice belly. So I cooked up, I just roasted the whole belly. Yeah. And then, what, like last night for dinner, I just had a whole bunch of roasted pumpkin. I threw in some spinach and tomatoes. And then I um, put that in the bowl and then I threw a bit of water in and I just poached the belly again and shredded it. Yeah, I've never poached belly before. No, it had already been roasted, so I was just oh, reheating okay. it. Rather than yeah, put, I right. hate microwaves, right? So I just yeah. whacked in the frying pan and just threw it in some water, just quickly poached it, and then I just shredded it, and I just threw it all over the pumpkin salad. That was delicious. Mm. Um, what else have I been doing with it? I have it on everything. Yeah, I'm going to go get some more tomorrow, I think. Mm, it's good pork. Yeah. Then I... um. Did the um, eggplant. I cooked up some eggplant in the harissa and honey and cumin and coriander and garlic and stuff with a bit of lemon juice. Yeah. And because I'm salio, I um, shredded up a whole lot of beetroot and carrot and stuff and then put the pumpkin on top and then had pork on top of that. Yeah. So really it's just 101 ways with pork. Yeah. And, and salad. Pumpkin. <laughs> pumpkin, because when you buy a pumpkin, yeah, that's right. You well, gotta eat the whole bloody pumpkin. Oh, I'm keen for a few pumpkin recipes because I think I overdid the pumpkin soup, and <laughs> I had a so I had some little pumpkins, mm. and then I've got the bigger ones, you know. And so I've eaten a couple of the little ones. We had pumpkin soup the other night, and Vanessa sort of indicated, well, that's probably the pumpkin soup for the year. <laughs> <laughs> 
That'd be it. Hey, I did make pumpkin bread. Oh, okay. The other day, that was good. Yeah. So I grated it all up. Just grated up like three cups of pumpkin. I made mine with almond flour because I'm not mm. eating flour, but you can use whatever you like. I just threw in a couple of cups of almond flour. I threw in a whole heap of walnuts. I threw in chili. So does it come out like a and bread or more eggs. like a cake? Bit cakey. Mm. Bit cakey, of course, with the almond flour because yep. it's not. I reckon if you put normal flour in it, it'd be bready. I should make pumpkin scones. I've had pumpkin scones and they've been delicious, but mm. I've made them for years. And I love scones. Yeah. Well, this is kind of good. I mean, I made that a week and a half ago, and I ate some for lunch. Yeah. Yeah. Just with it's... pate on it. Doesn't. It's not. Doesn't mm. dry out. I've got to make 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 another batch of um, what's the labna. Oh, yeah. Uh, Labner would be nice on that, mm. but you're off the yogurt. But, um, I think I'll use the last of your garlic you gave me last oh, time. Oh, really? Mm. I, I confit all my whole garlics up, right? So I yeah. put them all, you know, I just cover, I didn't totally cover them, but I just put lots of oil and I roast them up and then I put them in a big jar hole. Yeah, with and the I just, skin still on skin them? Skin still on, and I've just been chopping off the ends and squeezing them out yeah. into... Oh, so you don't dressings. even chop the ends off when you confit them. You just put them on in whole. If if they're peeled, if I've got someone that can peel them for me, yeah. I would confit them. Peeled. Peeled. And then they're but good to I go. But I was just, you know, I'm so lazy. I, and this has worked out quite well. Yeah. I just roasted them all and then I've just put them in a jar of oil. So the oil's beautiful and I use that in my salad dressings. But I just slice the end off and then I squeeze out all the innards yeah. into One whatever. of my favourite favorite things especially the um you know when you get the really what's the is it the russian garlic yeah. that's the huge mm. huge bulbs yeah and you know when you're doing roast veggies and you do the same thing just chop mm. the ends mm. off and slow roast them roasted good roasted garlic is just fantastic yeah. i'm loving this stuff i've just been squeezing it on everything yeah what else can we do with pumpkin well pumpkin risotto is always a favorite at my place wet rice <laughs> <laughs> Did you see that? Have you used your Thermomix since you've seen that? <laughs> I freaking love that because that's what Pat always says. I'll go rice. I guess claggy rice. We don't like risotto. Claggy rice. Oh, I love so risotto. when I saw that, I just pissed myself laughing because I thought it's like being at home. That that's one of the. Uh, you know, like they say, you know, tastes and smells, and like you know, the, um, sort of like formative. Mm. experiences in your life. We went out to dinner on Park Road somewhere for my 18th birthday and mm. my parents took me out to dinner because we lived just up the road and I'd never had a risotto before. Yeah. And I must have gone somewhere where they made it properly. Well. Mm. And, you know, it was a, I think it was just a mushroom risotto. It wouldn't have been mm. anything amazing. But it, it was. It was that perfect consistency just sort of oozing across mm. the plate and I've just loved risotto ever since then. Yeah. And that's what I've always sort of been aiming for is that that mm. consistency. But you wouldn't like the way I make risotto. Risotto is our sort of, hey, it's the end of the week and there's some veggies left <laughs> in the crisper. <laughs> Let's make a risotto. <laughs> so it's usually like carrots, onion, mushrooms, pumpkin, uh, chorizo. <laughs> yeah, everything you'd find. That's what I was there to be used up. Oh, that's funny. But now I make twice as much so I can make my crispy balls, which I'm not going to say because I could always say it wrong. Arancini. Arancini. <laughs> Aranichi. I don't know why I've got it in my head as Aranichi, but there you go. 
<laughs> I don't know what's going. So if I do get my um, if I do get my eyes done, however, I can only get it done one way, and I have to take a week off work, and I essentially have to lie at home for a week with my eyes closed. Oh, how cool would that be? <laughs> oh, I don't know. Like I can't. I how can't. are you going to lie at your house with your eyes closed? There's too much going on. No, no, like, so they basically say don't, so don't sit there and watch TV for a week. Yeah, right. So you can. Oh, so you can sit there and interact and. Yeah, but not to try not to work your eyes. Don't get anything in them. So don't bath the babies and get water in your eyes. Don't go and do the gardening and get dirt in your eyes. Yeah, Don't go milk a cow and get kicked in the eyes. You you know, you're trying to limit, like, because what they do is they scrape or burn the skin off the top of your eye and so it's healing back up like it's basically growing that layer those layers of skin back onto your eye so you might have to come down and record a podcast with me going I'd like come this out with my one tooth <laughs> <laughs> we're just sitting there the, the sally with what but it won't matter because i won't be able to see you because i have to sit, sit there and talk with my eyes closed the whole time you could be oh, gone and i'm just sitting there chatting away <laughs> <laughs> oh lordy all right yeah, so i think good. i think um i'll have to save up i was thinking one of the things i could do is um is uh try and learn learn a language because i've got hours and hours and hours just sitting there listening because like i like i've got a lot of, i listen to a lot of podcasts but i probably burn through them in the first day if i can't do anything if i can't watch any mm. tv Cool. Like what language will you learn, do you think? I think Spanish is the one I've always wanted to learn. I've got that hilarious Spanish CD. I told you about that, haven't I? No. Where you learn language to music. Oh, right. And it's, you know, un, un café. Yeah, right. Curtis would probably like that. <laughs> and you sing. Anyway, you just end up singing all these words. And... Um, because you know, because when I was in Japan, right, the ki- the guy that used to take us through the mountains, he was in a heavy metal band and he could sing perfectly in English. Yeah, but he couldn't speak it. Well, the, you, you get um, lots of like, was it rock set? There was someone that you know they would sing and it would sound perfect English, and then they'd do these interviews and you could barely understand yeah. what they were saying. Um, but I guess it's yeah, it's one of those weird. Mm. But um, when I quit the bars, I learnt, I, I started learning Spanish before I got the the Vidal's job, and I was working at this cafe with a lot of Colombians. Yeah. And um, I must have been learning like posh Spanish, and they, the girls used to just crack up laughing at me. They sound sound like you were born in the mountains in a mansion. <laughs> <laughs> I've started Spanish like four times. There's this girl, there's this lady called Patricia in. West End, and seriously, I've signed up four times and I go there and the same thing happens to me. On about week four or five, I rock, I rock up and everyone starts speaking Spanish to each other and I'm thinking, what, what the fuck? <laughs> Have you all been having secret lessons? And and as soon as everyone else starts speaking Spanish, she starts taking the class in Spanish. So all of a sudden, I'm <laughs> totally just like, lost. It's like, just like, well, I'm not going again. Have you all been here having other classes and why are we all of a sudden speaking in Spanish? I totally. Think, I think the, the best thing to do would be 
either get a Spanish nanny or get some Spanish woofers on our place. Yeah. Someone that you could talk to every day. You know, uh, someone that wanted to learn English. I had so. a Spanish cleaner at that stage. <laughs> <laughs> and I used to follow her around the house <laughs> trying to talk to her in Spanish, but she wanted to learn English. So she'd be talking English. I'm, this isn't going to work. Only one of us is going to win at this game. <laughs> Who was that? Julie Scrumptious. Oh, Julie Scrumptious. What's the time? Uh, oh, cool. What time are you? Oh, I said, you know, I'd meet her at some stage. <laughs> Can you throw me that? I'll text it. I'm going out for Mexican tonight. Cabaria over at the barracks is now turned into a Mexican restaurant. Any good? Apparently it's meant to be all right. So what What makes a good Mexican restaurant? Have you been to the one in Byron across from the top pub, across from the no. beach hotel? No. So when we had our weekend away, which was basically one night away without kids, we ran into some friends of ours. They were just down there randomly at the same time in yeah. Byron. And um, so we had a few beers with them at the pub and then went across to this Mexican restaurant. It was fantastic. And I don't know it was if it was authentic or, you know, whether it was the the real deal, but, man, it was some tasty, tasty food after a couple of beers. And it was packed. You had to line up, had to sit outside and wait for a table. And and they just sort of, you know, and it was just cheap plastic. Yeah. Plastic furniture and really cramped and really, really noisy. You know, they had the music blaring and lots and lots of people and good margaritas. And Jesus. You right, Sarah? Yeah. Good Mexican, I think, is just good Mexican. I like it when they offer um, like a pulled meat dish and you can have dirty rice or something. You don't have to go the whole enchilada, the nacho thing. I like it when they offer something else that's not bloody. There used to be a great Mexican restaurant out at um, oh, an Orange Grove Road out there. I had to do a write-up on it for something. It's fantastic, but it closed out. No one went there. She used to make her own chilli sauce and her own breads and everything. She did everything herself. So enchiladas in the – mostly chicken, aren't they? Oh, it can be whatever. We've bastardised it to a point where it's mostly chicken, yeah. So the other day I had, again, to use up a lot of stuff, I had some pork hocks. So I braised the pork hocks in master stock. And then pulled them, pulled all the meat off them, and then um, I made a white sauce and used the pork and mushrooms and corn, like cut corn off the cob, and heaps of cheese, and then I had those corn tortilla things of yours. Put them in a pan, put some mix on them rolled them over and then till the pan was full and then put tomato sauce and mozzarella cheese on top and baked them. Yum. Yeah, they were brilliant. I don't know what you would call that, but oh, that was. Just, you just call that bloody delicious. Because mm. <gasps> oh. Vanessa wanted crepes, but I had a whole heap of stuff I needed to use up and I couldn't be asked making, actually making crepes. Mm. So, yeah, that's what I did. God. 
We might have to wrap this up. I've got a dinner guest that's um, been stood up by her uh, our other dinner guest and she's saying, I'll just wander around here or maybe I'll just start getting drunk. She doesn't, <laughs> she doesn't actually drink. All right. Anything to plug, Sal? Uh, what can I plug this week? No, just come out and see us at Big Vintage, I think. That's about all I've got to plug this week. Go Maybe to, next week. Go to Super Butcher and buy, buy some Borrowdale pork while oh, it's still there if you like amazing. free-range pork. Yeah, I'm going to go out there and get some more pork. And I actually have something to plug this week. What are you plugging? I, I have a second podcast. Get out. What? It's about uh, sport. Excellent. It's called Balls. 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 What, any sport or all um, sport? It's nominally supposed to be about basketball, um, oh. but we recorded the first episode last weekend, which will be up. Who do you do it with? Uh, a guy called Dr. Yobbo. Yeah, oh, Dr. Yobbo, I must follow him on something. Yeah, he's on Twitter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He. Um, so we don't agree about much, which is Excellent. basically why we talk. Oh, that's hilarious. So we're, we're supposed to normally be about basketball, but last episode I don't think we talked about basketball at all. So <laughs> <Your> help? <laughs> uh, we talked about, a bit about cricket, a bit about music, a little bit about coaching. But, yeah. Balls. So, balls. so where do we find that? So just, just on Just yeah. under Cheesy Cast? No, it's next to Cheesy Cast. Um, or you can find it on iTunes. Awesome. I have to go and listen. All right. I'll catch you next week, Sal. Ciao. Ooh.